Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today we are going to talk about how South Korea learned to stop worrying and love the bomb. South Korea has a new president, and the position of that new president is going to lead to South Korea and North Korea becoming a flashpoint in the near-peer contest between the United States and China. The new president is a conservative. Not incredibly popular. Their election was very uh, similar to a lot of U.S. elections. People really weren't voting for any particular candidate. They were voting against the ones they didn't like. Uh, I want to say he won with less than a uh, 1% lead. But part of his posture is to confront North Korea. Now, something that may come as a surprise to those in the United States, polling suggests that around 70% of South Koreans support the South developing nuclear weapons, obtaining a nuclear deterrent of some kind, whether it be through a sharing agreement with another power like the United States, or maybe developing them on their own. Now, the new president reached out to the U.S. and kind of asked, unofficially mentioned it, back in September, and wanted the U.S. to put nukes back into South Korea. The U.S. at the time said no, at least openly and publicly. Keep in mind, the United States does have a... uh, a capability of putting them there quietly, which is not something I have ever understood. The purpose of a deterrent is for people to know about it. Um, But the South Korean president has offered a carrot to the North, promising massive economic help if the North abandons its nuclear desires. Um, now, how successful that's going to be, I don't know. Um, one thing that has come of Russia going into Ukraine, of that invasion, is a message being sent very loudly around the world that nuclear powers, well, they're probably not going to get invaded. People don't want to mess with them. So, with that in view, the North may be very reluctant to abandon their nuclear aspirations. At the same time, a strong economic package coming from the South might be the the incentive. We don't know. North Korea has been portrayed as a cartoon villain for a very, very long time. There, I am of the opinion that there is room for negotiation, that there is room to reach an accommodation that doesn't involve nukes being on the peninsula. How to get there? Well, that gets really complicated. And the only person that was willing to to give it a shot was Trump, who was wholly incapable of doing it. But I'm convinced the theory is sound, 
just because he failed doesn't mean other people would. Um, I, it's, that's one of the few moves he made on the foreign policy scene that I was like, you know what? That's not a bad idea. Uh, I don't think that the confrontation and the bluster and the saber rattling is the route to go. I don't, I don't think that's the way that is going to uh, move us forward and, and keep nukes out of the peninsula. At this point, we're going to have to see the details of the package and what the South is going to offer. Sanction relief, uh, maybe reestablishing a lot more trade, something to boost the lives of the average person, might make the leadership in North Korea more receptive because maybe they can come out of isolation. But that's, again, assuming they want to. And there's a, there's a lot of mystery surrounding North Korea's true intentions. I'm of the opinion that m most countries aren't actually cartoon villains, so th there's room to talk. But we're going to have to wait and see. Either way, these developments are going to matter for years. We're going to see a North Korea that is being approached in various ways by its neighbors and by world powers. We're going to see a South Korea that is going to try to exert itself more internationally and try to directly confront North Korea. That's the posture that the new president has kind of set. So we're going to have to keep an eye on this area. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.